If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. An air quality advisory has been issued as wildfire smoke continues to linger over Northern California. The Bay Area Quality Management District issued the advisory yesterday. It's going to be in effect for today. Now, pollution levels are not expected to exceed federal health standards, so a spare the air alert will not be issued. But to find out when a spare the air alert will be in effect, you can sign up for text alerts by texting the word START to 81757. Again, that is START to 81757. Or you can download the Spare the Air app. The Bay Area's air quality is expected to get better over the next few days as a new weather pattern moves in from the offshore, pushing the current wildfire smoke out of the North Bay, according to the National Weather Service. So people can keep track of the latest air quality readings at the Air Now Fire and the Smoke Map. Going to give you two websites here, fire.airnow.gov or our personal favorite, purpleair.com. I love purpleair.com. I'm such a fan of that. It's privately run, so they work really hard on that website. But uh, Android users, if you get a text message about a missed package delivery, even if it looks legitimate, do not click on its link. Luckily, I don't have an Android, but I've definitely gotten this on my iPhone before because clicking that link is going to download malware known as Flubot onto your phone. It allows hackers to come for your personal information and your money. Uh, So again, Android users, don't click on those SMS messages. Now, apparently those are the easiest ways to get malware installed on your phone these days. Um, Now, give your Android extra protection by making sure you've got Google Play Protect enabled on your Android. Again, that's Google Play Protect. You can also do that by checking your settings in the Google Play App Store. Again, Android users, beware. Yeah, you got to be careful with that stuff. Uh, We have two new albums coming out on the same exact day. So first is the Zac Brown Band. They're coming out with a new album on October 15th. It's called The Comeback. And The Comeback is super cool. It talks about redemption stories and people's coming of age. And it has appearances from guitarist Marcus King and jazz singer Gregory Porter. Also, Ryan Hurd's debut album, it's called Pelagio. It comes out on October 15th. You might have heard Ryan Hurd. He wrote songs for Luke Bryan, Blake Shelton, Lady A. And you've heard his duet with Mara Morse on Froggy 92.9, Chasing After You. But I know, yeah, I know it's a matter of time till you walk, till you walk back out of my life. More on these releases up right now, Froggy929.com. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. In your opinion, what is something that should absolutely be waterproof? I was hanging out with a group of friends on Saturday night at Belly Left Coast Kitchen here in Santa Rosa. And I was handing my card over to the server to pay, and my hand hit my beer, and it went all over the table. Oh, my gosh. It went everywhere. I looked down at the table, and I saw our friend Christine's phone swimming in beer. And I I was like, well, I got to take out another credit card to buy someone a phone. Uh, Uh, Immediately, I panicked. I grabbed her phone and started wiping it down with a napkin. And she was laughing. And I was like, why why are you laughing? And she was like, my phone is waterproof. Don't worry about it. Uh Aww. The, um, the amount of relief that I had. She has like a special phone case that, you know, situations where some dummy spills beer over her yeah. phone, it'll be fine. Uh, but in my opinion, I think all phones should be waterproof, right? 
Yes. Yeah. And a lot of them are water resistant. Yeah. Which means like if you spill something on it, it's fine, but not not waterproof like if you dunk it in a toilet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> which when, I've done before. <laughs> You've done that before? Yes. My phone fell out of the back of my pocket and into the toilet once. Did it work afterwards? No, of course it didn't. <laughs> I know there's a thing you're supposed to like throw it in rice, rice or yeah. whatever and that happens, but that has never worked for no, me. No, me either. Amber, in your opinion, what is something that should absolutely be waterproof? I know this is kind of like really out of the ordinary for me to say this, but I think remote controls. Remote like, controls? For anything, especially the TV, because I've accidentally washed my remote control <gasps> several times. <laughs> Do you put your remote control in your pocket when well, you're hanging out at no, your house? No, no, no. Sometimes it's like in like the sheets in my bed oh. and I'll grab the sheets and not check and wash the remote control. Man. And I'm just like, no. And you know, people could spill beer on their remote controls in all their time. living room all the time. And I'm, I, I just feel like that's another thing that should be waterproof. Do we have to get cases for our remote controls now? Possibly. Do we just need to be more careful? Otterbox for your remote <laughs> control coming in 2021. Ooh, million dollar idea. <laughs> Good personality with some good music also. The best morning soundtrack. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Today is National Matchmaker Day. Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a find, catch me a catch. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I don't know about you, Tanner, but I've been matchmade so many times, several times. And it didn't work at all. No? No, no, no. It It has never worked even if I did start dating someone, it only lasted a few months. It's yeah. just not something for me. I'd rather meet someone organically and then, you know, start to like them that way. I don't want to be forced into a relationship. Yeah, because it depends who you're set up by. There's like a certain level of expectations. After they set you up with someone, then they're like, how did it go? Oh, yeah. And it's kind of hard to be like, it didn't go well. <laughs> I know. So it sounds like you're talking about this from experience. Yeah. Um, someone set me up with their cousin. A good friend of mine <laughs> set me up with their cousin. Yeah, that's happened to me before. And I dated their cousin for a long time, too. Really? And, uh, well, family first always. I understand that. Me and that f- person aren't friends anymore because of it. Because you dated their cousin? Yeah, I dated their cousin. Uh, it, I mean, so this friend of yours came up to you and were like, Hey, man, my cousin really likes you. Is that how? Is that how it happened? They were like, let's be related. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean... Maybe they thought that you could be. Possibly, but I was also <laughs> 17 at the time, and most likely it wasn't going to work out. So yeah. it happens, and you learn from those experiences. Well, have you been match made before, maybe set up on a disastrous date? We want to know what happened and what made that blind date so bad. On the line right now, we have Joanne from Petaluma. I called someone out for checking to see if I have a wig because they were playing with my hair so aggressively. What? Instead of sitting across from each other, he sat next to me, which, okay, that's fine. Um, and he puts his arm around me and starts, like, playing with the back of my hair, which we're in public and we're in a restaurant, but there's no one behind us. Like, it's not a table behind us. Otherwise, I've been like, that's gross, still a little weird, but right. whatever. It felt kind of good. And then he starts, like, gripping at it and, like, <laughs> pulling it like my like the base of my roots and I'm like it's not a wig it's not gonna come off it's my hair and yeah I have red hair but it's mine (laughs) that was that and yeah bye never again bye Amber and Tanner want to know what you think give them a call right now 636-1-HOP 
636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. What was cool when you were young but isn't considered cool now? Getting a lot of great messages on our Facebook page. All right, so looks like Ashley from Rona Park says, Silly Bands. Do you remember Silly Bands? Of course I do. Silly Bands were so cool when were, we were younger. So Silly Bands were like these rubber bands where if you took them off your wrist, they were like a dinosaur or a unicorn or something. Yeah, I had a dinosaur one forever. <laughs> forever. Those were great. Rodney from Petaluma says, Putting playing cards in the spokes of your bike to make it sound like a motorcycle. Something like that. <laughs> I think exactly like that, yeah. <laughs> Sebastian from Windsor says, and my age group, question mark, Pokemon cards. I would have given my unborn child for that holographic Charizard, but I'm so glad I didn't. My kid's pretty neat. <laughs> oh, man. I was going through my hope chest in my closet that has all my childhood stuff in it, and I found something that rocket launched me back to 2003. You ready to feel old? I found a puka shell necklace. What's a hope chest? A hope chest is just like a chest that like you're supposed to put like your most cherished things in. It usually has a top of it with a little button that you push it and it goes up. Okay. Yep. Well, maybe that's something that makes me feel old too. Is the fact that I have a hope chest. Well, I don't know. I've never heard of this, so it's yeah. interesting. So it's got all of your prized possessions, is what you're saying. Definitely, and I'll send you a picture of it, too. And the puka shell necklace is a prized possession of yours? Oh, God, no. And I realized <laughs> that, you know, everything that was in fashion when we were younger, Amber, is back in fashion today. Yeah. And the puka shell necklace was left out of it. So it leads me to believe that the puka shell necklace is never going to be cool again. I've seen people... Wearing the puka shells. Have you really? I have. Yeah. I am shocked. It shouldn't be. <laughs> Ever? I'm not seeing everyone doing it, so maybe there's hope, <laughs> yeah. but I've seen people do it recently, and I'm like, oh, no, please. Amber, what was something when you were young was something super cool, but now that you're living today is not cool at all? I would say collared shirts, like the kind you got from Abercrombie or uh, Hollister. Remember when like, people put the collars up, too? They the collars yeah. up. It used to drive me crazy. But, <laughs> like, I wore them like that. Yeah. And sometimes people would wear, like, two different colored ones, like one underneath the other. Oh, yeah. I oh, remember that. Oh, <laughs> man. You know, it's funny because I had a dream about the collared shirts last night. Yeah. And I really hope they don't come back. I'll have a heart attack. I had a fluorescent <laughs> pink one for years. Oh, that's what I had a dream about. No kidding. It was like bright colored ones. It was awful. Well, thankfully, it's never coming back. Uh-huh. At least we hope. Amber and Tanner in the morning. They're the first voices I hear in the morning. Makes you forget you're in traffic. Brightens up your day. On Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. This couple has ignited a debate online. Newlyweds Deidre and Doug Simmons have both been praised and criticized online for their decision to send invoices to eight people who didn't show up to their wedding for $240. So this couple recently had a destination wedding, and before they could even book the venue, they had to pay for every single one of their wedding guests up front. So 109 people were invited, and only 101 showed up to their wedding. So the couple created this invoice for two seats, shared it online with the caption, no call, no show guest, adding, because you didn't call or give us proper notice that you wouldn't be in attendance, this amount is what you owe us for paying for your seats in advance. 
So I will say, respect the RSVP. Whether you're going to go to a wedding or not, you must respect the RSVP. You must click yes I'm coming or check yes I'm coming and go or decline and not show up especially at the last minute and I get it it's extremely it is extremely bad form to do a no-show and I don't think I would have personally charged money to people because I don't think there's any way you can make a person pay for something like this uh, but personally I definitely would have expected better from my family and my friends and I don't think it's wrong for Deidre and Doug to necessarily ask for this or expect this and I know it's it's more of an inherent risk in this type of situation to happen because it's a destination wedding you know, a lot of people can't do things like that. A lot of people can't make a vacation out of going to someone's wedding. So it's okay to decline. It's okay to be honest with your friends that are having a wedding. I can't really do this. I can't spare the expense. So I'm just not going to in the beginning. But Doug Simmons explained, he said, if eight of those people said, Doug, Deidre, we can't make it. We have totally understood. There would have been no problem. He also says he wants this to be a teachable moment. To those, to those that had multiple chances to RSVP and did it. Uh, now, they both say it's not about the money. They're more hurt by the eight no-shows than they are about the money. So they've been praised. They've been criticized. A lot of people says this. A lot of people have said this is like broken behavior from Deidre and Doug. Victoria from Windsor says, I agree. I think this is a very teachable moment. This was a destination wedding. People know if they're coming or not. A simple call or text would have worked. Congratulations to the newlywed. But Nancy from Windsor says, put it behind you and begin your life together. Happy, not bitter and resentful. If you can afford a really nice wedding, $250 isn't going to break the bank. Believe me, there'll be larger hurdles to jump over in your lifetime. So what do you think? Should these wedding guests have to pay since they failed to show up? Yes or no? Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Who is on your country music Mount Rushmore? Mount Rushmore is in South Dakota and has Abraham Lincoln, Teddy Roosevelt, Thomas Jefferson, and George Washington. And the four presidents were chosen to represent the nation's birth, growth, and development, and preservation. So based on that, which four country artists represent your taste and love for country music? Call us right now, 636-1UP. Hey, good morning, guys. Welcome back, Amber. Oh, thank you, Ray. What's going on? Hey, you know with me, huh? Yeah. All right. <laughs> hey, hey, my four, my four suggestions would be for the for the Mount Rushmore would be the Highwayman, Johnny Cash, Dickie Stockerson, Glenn Jennings, Larry Nelson. Yeah, there you go. You knock it out with one super group. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I love yeah, that, I'm Ray. telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank hi- you so much for that, Ray. The Highwaymen are so great. That was, and I, that was a good one. I think everyone should spend more time with them. Amber, if you had to pick the four country artists that defined your love for country music, who are they? Well, I hope these aren't too obvious, and I know this first one is, but Dolly Parton would be on there. Jolene, 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 Jolene. I just think Dolly is the golden standard, especially yeah. for female singers, and her career has just transcended country music alone, so she's got to be up there. After that, it's Merle Haggard. He defined outlaw country music. Uh, Tanya Tucker, I'm such a big fan. And this last one, either it's obvious or it's going to make some people mad. Elvis Presley 
Yeah. Because Kentucky Rain is my favorite country song. He Such is a good song. Absolutely country. I mean, he did shows at the the Grand Ole Opry. He like even though he's like known as the king of rock, rock and roll, yeah. he's definitely country too. Uh, what about you? If I was gonna pick my country music Mount Rushmore, the top four artists that have defined my taste, it would be Alan Jackson, Garth Brooks, Shania Twain, and Johnny Cash. Because you're mine, I walk the line. My, my introduction to country music was Alan Jackson and Johnny Cash. That's who my grandfather loved. And he goes, this is real music right here. <laughs> and he would play this song for me all the time. Very, Aww. very easy to be true. All the things, all morning. Oh, literally, makes me laugh. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Your music all day. It's what I listen to all day. Froggy 92.9. Jennifer Lopez, Miss Jenny from the Block, went viral yesterday after she was photographed at a Dolce & Gabbana fashion show in Venice. Sounds pretty fancy, right? Just casually being in Venice at Dolce & Gabbana. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, she was wearing this bright cape that had the price tag still attached to it. Really? And everyone <laughs> thought that was so hilarious. They were like, Jennifer Lopez... Come on, remember to take the tag off. But you know what? It happens. Some designer probably gave it to her really last minute. Was like, please wear this. You know? Absolutely. Isn't that how it works? And you know, famous people wear brand new clothes like all the time. I, I'm convinced that when you're at JLo's level, you never wear the same clothes twice. Yeah, and she's probably not even responsible for cutting the tag off. She probably has someone that does that for her. Yeah, she probably has someone <laughs> following around with a little pair, <laughs> pair of scissors, yeah. and it's their whole job. They probably get paid like $80,000 a year. <laughs> um, but it just like reminds me of this time I had my own wardrobe malfunction. I was actually at the gym, and I was on the treadmill, and I heard people like giggling behind me. They're like, <laughs> I was like, it's so weird. Something must be so funny. And finally, someone came up to me after a while and said, Hey, ma'am, I just want to let you know you have a dryer sheet stuck to your back. <laughs> I was like, Oh, man, at least you know my clothes are clean. Yeah. You know, I just like had powered on my shirt and ran to the gym and not known that the dryer sheet was stuck <laughs> to my back. Oh, man, that's so embarrassing. It was, it was really embarrassing. Tanner, have you ever had a more wardrobe malfunction like this before? Uh, it was also while I was exercising. I had these pair of shorts that weren't like your traditional gym shorts. They were those ones. Are, they're kind of like swimming trunks, they feel like. Okay. Uh, but I was playing tennis, and I went to hit a ball back and my legs went far apart, and my my shorts just went, oh, and I no. ripped my pants in the middle <laughs> of the tennis court. And by ripped my pants, it wasn't just a little bit. I blew these suckers out. Oh, no. And it was bad. I had to go home immediately. I'm sorry, Tanner. It happens. We want to hear from you. <laughs> Hopefully nothing like Tanner. But uh, what's your wardrobe malfunction? Kelly from Santa Rosa, tell us. I actually had got to the mall to go shopping and was in the store and my tag was hanging out of my pants and they thought I stole the pants. <laughs> so I told them, I said, no, these are not from here. I said, I didn't even realize the tag was still hanging out of them. And they scanned the barcode to find out that, yeah, in fact, it wasn't that store. They chuckled and they were like, um, you might want to make sure your tags are off before you come to a mall. Right. <laughs> yeah, that probably would be a good idea. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're calling Chris from Healdsburg. Chris has some horses, and Barry Martindale's going to say that some people that are driving by are a little concerned about them. Hello? Hi, is this Chris? Uh, yeah, it's Chris. 
Chris, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm calling you about your house in Healdsburg. I understand you have some horses in front of your home. Yeah, I do. What's this about? Well, I've received uh, quite a few calls about from concerned citizens about your horses. The citizens, to basically give you a broad scope, they told me that your horses don't look very happy. You're telling people called and said my horses don't look happy? That's what you're saying? Yeah, one concerned citizen came to your fence and tried to talk to your horse, and your horses rolled their eyes at them. Okay, well, first of all, I mean, you don't, you, you clearly don't even know the first thing about horses. I mean, that that's not even something horses, horses can do. Well, the thing is here is that your horse has an attitude problem, and it needs to be addressed. All right, man. I, I I don't know who you are, but the, I mean, my my horses have no problems. I take great care of my horses, and I don't know who the, who these people are, but but they don't know what they're talking about. Your horses also seem to be exhaling a lot, um, and they seem to be just annoyed and unhappy around your presence because one another concerned citizen came up to them, and the horse went. You, you know what, man? You're 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 starting to get on my last nerve here. I, I there's no problem with my horses. I've had horses for thirty years. I, there's nothing wrong with them. I take great care of them, and and uh, you know I, I hope we're not about to have a problem here between you and me. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night Two Point Nine's Neighbor Dispute. Oh man, man! Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at seven fifty-five for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale. On Froggy 92.9. Do you have a waxing mishap story? I never thought I would say I have a waxing mishap story because I've never been waxed. Never been waxed. The Un- name of your mixtape. I know, right? <laughs> Tanner Chambers, never been waxed. Uh, but the documentary, sorry. I'm here to report that I have now been waxed in my nostrils. Oh my gosh, Why? My girlfriend was looking at me over the weekend. She goes, you got like a lot of nose hair going on. (laughs) So instead of being reasonable adults and getting a nose hair trimmer that costs $11 on Amazon, we decided to warm up some wax, put it on some Q-tips, and shove them up my nose. How did that go? It went exactly like this. One, two. Oh, my. (laughs) Oh. My God, that is... I don't even want to do this. One, two. Oh! Oh! You're not bleeding. (laughs) I like how she had to preface that you weren't bleeding. It's because I kept touching my nose and checking Uh, for blood. I was like, I have to be bleeding. That was the most painful thing I've ever endured in my life, and I've broken my ribs. It hurts. Yeah. It hurts to remove hair from your body that way. But here's the thing. When I did it to her, she didn't even flinch. And it just goes to show that guys have a lower pain tolerance than girls. It's scientifically proven. Mm -hmm. And we're used to things like that. That's true. Because society tells us we need to remove our hair. Don't do it. Go all natural. Uh, Amber. That's what you have to say. Moral of the story. Moral of the story. Just go natural because the pain's not worth it. Amber, have you ever waxed? And if you have, do you have like a waxing horror story? Uh, yes, actually, recently I tried to wax my legs and I got like an in home kit from like Walmart or Target or something and tried to do it myself. And I ended up leaving this terrible bruise on the inside of my thigh. Oh. And someone from On Fleek uh, Beauty Studio here in Santa Rosa actually called the s- station and was like, hey, come to us instead. Please don't do this yeah. on your own. Go to that. At-home <laughs> waxing can be a nightmare, whether it's your oh leg, your nose, your eyebrows, or your ears, or whatever. <laughs> 
Amber and Tanner in the morning. Would you rather have a relaxing vacation or one filled with a lot of action and activities? What kind of action are you talking about? Like a Mission Impossible movie? (laughs) Going to jump from some buildings, maybe meet Tom Cruise? Yeah, excursions, you know, (laughs) like lots of places to go, lots of places to see. Or would you rather just like, you know, lay on the beach and relax? We're getting some great comments on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash froggy929. Like Vicky from Novato said, filled with activities. What's the point of going somewhere new and not doing anything? It's fun to explore and experience other places. My last trip was to Georgia. Woo! That's where Amber's from, by the way. Where I went to a wildlife safari, aquatic park, zoo, and went ziplining. You can do all those things in Georgia. It's awesome. Yeah. you got Kind of like you can in here in Sonoma County. Uh, Gina from Petaluma says, relaxing vacation every single time. It's hard enough to even take a vacation, let alone get rest. So I definitely don't want to run around the whole time. Valerie from Mount Shasta said, my boyfriend and I were just talking about this. There has definitely got to be a balance, a trip for activities, especially if you have kids, and then a trip to just enjoy an awesome hotel. And if you with room service, it's all about balance. All about balance. Yeah. Now, I'm asking this because my friend Maggie just came into town. I took a few days off to spend time with her and, you know, show her Sonoma County. Like, this is where I live. And I was so excited to show her all these places. I didn't think about how exhausted she must have been. Right. And she was really upfront. She was like, I kind of just want to chill for the rest of the night. Are you okay with that? You know, we move around a lot. And I was like, oh, yes, of course. You're like, I would love to just stay at home. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I actually do like relaxing, you know, on vacation. And, you know, she just came to see me. I haven't seen her in five years. Right. She lives in Minnesota. So, you know, if you were to go on a vacation like this, Tanner, if you were visiting a friend, say like you went and visited your friend Alden in Oregon, did you like to go and do a bunch of things or did you just want to relax and hang out with him? Yeah, when I went and saw Alden, we pretty much just hung out and enjoyed each other's company for the most part. We went to a couple breweries and stuff like that because he lives in Bend, Oregon, which it's like the brewery capital of the country. Wow. So we went and did a few things, but for the most part, we just wanted to hang out. I mean, that's when you go and visit friends, you're going there to see your friend. So you're thinking it really depends on what you're doing? I think it's important to do a few things, not okay. completely do nothing, but at the same time, if you want to just hang out, just, just hang, hang out. Just hang out. It's yeah. totally cool. So how do you feel about this? Would you rather relax on vacation or go on excursions? Give us a call right now, 636-1467. Amber and Tanner in the morning. The only way to wake up. Helps you wake up and you get moving. She's re-energized. On Froggy 92.9. 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? If there was a time machine, which decade would you choose and why? I've been obsessed with time travel lately. I watched <laughs> Back to the Future over the weekend. Oh, it's like my favorite movie. I know. It's so good. <laughs> it's it's been a, a couple movie. years since I've seen it, and I forgot how good it was. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's such a weird thing. I've been obsessed with time travel lately. Uh, it happens. It happens. It does. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's have a debate. 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s, if there was a time machine, which decade would you transport to? You know, back in 1979, Bob Seger said, today's music ain't got the same soul. And, you know, I think he's talking about 1970s. 
And that's why I think the 1970s is the best decade. It was the best decade for music, honestly. I think for fashion. I love everything that came out of the 70s. Disco balls. Ooh, best, love a good disco ball. Best decade ball. of music. That, you <laughs> might get some people mad about you that. You think so? Including me. I disagree. Why not? Uh, 100%. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. I, every time I'm washing my dishes, I just ask Alexa to play music from the 70s. Hello, Alexa. And I'm there. Uh, Alexa's going to turn into a little vinyl record player and start playing music in With your a home. disco ball, hopefully. Yeah, I hope that'd be pretty dang okay. cool. Why do you disagree? Tell me. Well, I disagree because I think the 1960s would be the ultimate decade to go back to. Uh, you could experience huge social change and see the world kind of evolve into what it is today. And you're telling me 70s is the best music when you'd miss out on Beatlemania? <laughs> you'd miss Beatlemania? Jimi Hendrix, Jan- <laughs> Janis Joplin, the Yardbirds, the Beach Boys. I could go on and on. Yeah, I I think the 70s would be the time I'd want to live in. Yeah. I mean, you'd you'd still like have that influence of the 60s there. That's it's true. It's just better in the 70s. And there's like a lot of uh, good pop music that came out of the 70s, I feel like. I wouldn't say better, but I'd <laughs> say evolved, maybe. <laughs> we Let's agree to disagree okay. on this one. But uh, James from Santa Rosa said the 90s. He dis- disagreed with both of us. He says, I can make a fortune on the stock market and betting on the Super Bowl and then buy up half of Sonoma County during the 2008 crash. Oh, my gosh. Well, I guess no one's saying the 80s. I guess we can agree on that. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. Every morning. In the country. On Froggy (laughs) 92.9. It is all things Tanner today. (laughs) Oh, my God. Because it it is his interspace galactic birthday. (laughs) You did say you were in a time travel recently. Yeah, I did say that. But also, you really like space, you really like Star Wars. I do. I love those things. <laughs> I figured I'd play the Star Wars theme. <laughs> Got it. It is Tanner's birthday today. Tanner, tell tell you whoever's listening how old you are today. Hi, everyone. I am turning 25 years old today. A quarter wow. of a century years old today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got lightsaber in the background. She has a lightsaber in the studio, and she's hitting me with it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so how do you feel about turning 25? I feel like 25, this year is like when I become like a real adult. I feel like in, w- in your young 20s, you don't have you don't have back hair yet. <laughs> you don't have nose hairs yet. I mean, you think like as you were starting to turn 25, that's when you started getting the nose hair? I feel like it, yeah. Oh I feel like gosh. this is like, I don't know. I feel like this is a big birthday and I don't know how to feel about it. I, I'm always kind of weird about my birthday. <laughs> You've probably noticed that by now. Well, I, I hope we're celebrating today. Yeah. I hope you are at some point. I mean, what are you going to do tonight for your birthday? Uh, I, I think I'm going to make some Crunchwrap Supremes at home. Sounds right. You know, Taco <laughs> Bell at home. I'm going to go to the last record store in Santa Rosa at some point today. I like to have chill birthdays. I don't like to have big parties. Do something very Tanner-like yeah. is, is what you're telling yeah. me. Records and Taco Bell. Maybe watch a good movie or something. Yeah. Most Famous is one of my favorite movies. Might oh, watch that. Might watch that yeah. one. Wayne's right. World. Well, Wayne's <laughs> World. We're getting some really great messages on Facebook right now. A lot of people wishing you happy birthday. Uh, my favorite is from Cadence from Santa Rosa. She said, happy birthday, Tanner. Hope you have the most amazing day and get to enjoy the things you love, which is what you're going to do. Yeah. I love that. Thank you oh. so much for all these messages. Yeah. yeah. Well, it looks like we're getting a call right now. Maybe somebody wishing you happy birthday. You um, want to answer it? Who? Sure, yeah. Who okay. is it? Hey, who's this? This is Ryan from Seattle. Oh, what's up, dude? Hey, Ryan. What's 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I'm going to leave the Happy studio. Birthday, Happy birthday, dear Tanner. Happy birthday to you. If anyone's wondering who this is, this is my older brother, Ryan. Call, so now you decide to call into the radio show for the first time. <laughs> hey, you know what? You've never given me the phone number, so I, I, I can't be uh, to blame Whoops. on this one, buddy. Well, we only give it out on the show every other minute. <laughs> you know, you know uh, unfortunately, you guys aren't on the, the regular dial up here in Seattle, but I know we can get you on the app, so I should probably do better on that. Hey, it's all good, and I really appreciate you calling in. You know, I turned 25 years old today. When you turned 25, 25 years ago, uh, <laughs> <laughs> how were you feeling? I think Ryan and I are the same age, okay? <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're around the same age, Amber, I think. Uh, 25. 25 was a monumental year for me. I mean, you're you're a quarter century year old. So just, uh, yeah, my, my words of wisdom are, you know, eat right and and be a good person. You know, just, just uh, the, the normal, typical things. But it's, it's a good year, transitional. Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward for your future growth, buddy. Thanks, man. I appreciate you, and I, I love you, man. Love you, too. Have Thanks, a good day. Thanks, Ryan. Bye. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Every morning. Woo! In the country. On Froggy 92.9.